This is my American accent. Hello, I'm Josh McCuga. Uh, welcome, everybody, to the Positivity Report. We were just talking about how all of my accents, yep, uh, all my accents sort of just like meld in together into one. Because uh, well, Amanda and I started watching, well, Amanda started a show. Here's how this works, as we've mentioned <laughs> this before. Mark Riley, you probably know this, yes. and Kaika as well. Uh, you start a show. And you start it without your significant other. And then you're like, oh, babe, you got to try this show. And she's like, oh, I heard about the show Hit and Run. And I was like, I've literally recommended this show to you. And I've read you the description 10 times on Netflix. She's like, no, you haven't. I was like, I have. I've seen it. I've seen it. I thought, oh, this might be something to interest you. And then her sister says, you should watch this show Hit and Run. And she's like, I started this show Hit and Run. Bing, bang, boom, here we are. Now I'm watching Hit and Run. It's about a, a woman that gets hit by a car and her husband is trying to figure out there's obviously some craziness behind the scenes. It's a Netflix show. Uh, welcome, everybody. Uh, great to see you. Um, uh, Leanne Doherty will be in here very soon. She's been on the show before as a teacher feature. She's backstage right now, just waiting. Um, she is uh, a good friend's sister, but she's also become a good friend. Um, her From an amazing family, the Doherty family from Boston, Massachusetts. Don't hold that against them, uh, if you, especially if you're a Steeler fan. Yeah, it's friggin' Patriots. Um, but uh, she's a college professor, and we didn't get to talk long enough the last time. And I told her I'd bring her back again, and I'm sorry it took this long, uh, but... With all that's going on in the world right now, I feel like having a frank political discussion on this show um, by a person of right sound mind, a college professor, somebody that teaches how we should all think is in, in an open mind, an open forum, a, a knowledgeable, calm discussion about things is something that I think a lot of people that we've lost, and I'll tell you why before I bring on Leanne, is because... I think that the only way, and you see it on this channel, the only way to get people to watch things is if you fuel hate. Mm. It's the only way. If you want people to click on stuff, if you want people to watch channels, you fuel those clicks with hate. And I refuse to do that. I'm not going to do it. Okay? It. And I'm saying on the right and the left. Okay? You, you hate the right. You hate the left. You hate this. Like, if you watch SportsCenter now, um, it's... Good, but the only shows that are getting views are shows where people are like that team blows. They're gonna suck this year. Good luck, Matthew Stafford. Like, <laughs> guys, these are people. Let's talk about what the positives may be of this season. He's got some weapons. He's got this. Not like oh, this is the biggest joke in sports. Ben Roethlisberger is never gonna throw another touchdown. Good luck, Pittsburgh. You're never gonna win again. That's how that's how they get. That's how you get clicks. That's how people buy articles. It's it's forever. It's not like this is something new. Okay. Mm. We're just trying to do something different here. And I refuse to do any of that. So you can watch and you can enjoy and you can be fun. Uh, and we can have some laughs together. Or you can go watch two men in their basement yell about how they don't like The Last Jedi. It's up to you. It's up to you. I'm with you, Josh. Okay? Take my De Niro cigarette and put it out. Okay? Yeah. You can send me all the right-wing Instagram messages you want. I'm not going to I'm not going to watch them because who knows what's who I just show it's like show me the money, okay? It's just tell me what the facts are. Mm. Okay? And the only place to get facts are from people that just walk the middle 
They, they do the research, they talk about it, and that's the situation, okay? The facts are the facts, Jack. Ah, that's an idiot. I'm an idiot. Uh, if you want to support like the show, you can Streamlab, you can Super Chat. Uh, I, f- I got I got guests for jo- Josh Brady tomorrow, guys. Nice. Uh, I've got, um, you know what I should do? Well, first of all, my guest tomorrow on Josh Brady, Ken Napsok versus Thad Williams. And Thad Williams, I'm not, I'm not going to blow the lid up. We can talk about it tomorrow if he's allowed to talk about it. I don't know. I don't know. But Thad Williams uh, is is here, my former uh, Collider TV Talk co-host, as it was being burned to the ground. Uh, Thad and I were <laughs> the last hosts of that show. Uh, it was a podcast. And I don't know. People may have watched it. Who the fuck knows? Excuse my language. <laughs> I'm on I'm on one this morning. It I, sure I, I yelled is. at it's the kike this morning. I apologize. That's right. <laughs> oh, I missed that. Yeah, you missed it. Yeah. When you came in. What happened? I didn't yell at Well, I sort of yelled at it. Eh, it's another story for another day. It was mostly about uh, my love of... <laughs> baseball and football but that's it's, it's fine i was like nobody cares about your fantasy team all right i'm out I, I got out of fantasy football i don't do it anymore i had a problem i didn't care about penis people's fantasy football teams i didn't want to hear about your fantasy football team i didn't want to hear about my own fantasy football team i didn't want to play in a league with a bunch of idiots so here i am just betting on football and rooting for the steelers boy this intro took a weird turn and that's the positivity report. We're here every single weekday, <laughs> Monday through Friday. Mark Ellis will be back tomorrow. Nailed it. We got some good guests coming up next week. The positivity report uh, will come into your eyeballs and your ear holes for as long as everybody's watching. I'll be here. Um, our Kickstarter is launching very soon. We are in the final stages of building and making and making futility, the actual game of living, available for your purchase, coming hot into your living room. Bang, bang, boom. There it is. We don't have an exact date on the Kickstarter yet, but it will be in early September mm-hmm. to mid-September, depending on approvals and banks and images and everything, stretch goals and normal goals and levels and tiers and whatever you got to do on Kickstarter to make this thing a success, we are going to do it because we want you guys to play futility in your living room with a glass of wine, a bourbon, a Boone's bourbon, a beer, a soda, as they say in Boston, a tonic which encompasses all sodas. It's like pop in Pittsburgh. Tonic. Uh, yeah, they say, I'll, I'll have a tonic. I think that means Coca-Cola. I can ask Leanne, but I remember playing golf with her brother and her dad, and he said, get me a tonic, and he came back with a Coke. Yeah, so, that'd be weird. I'd... I think it's a Boston thing. It's like a Massachusetts okay. thing. Okay, yeah. so I put tonic and vodka. Yeah, well, That's obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in Pittsburgh, you just have a pop, and they just bring you a Coke. Pop, I yeah. Yeah, pop. Yeah, pop. Like soda pop, but we just say pop. All right, ladies and gentlemen, back. On the Positivity Report, she's a college professor, something that I never saw in college because I didn't go to class much, and that is probably going to upset her. Uh, I went to a state school, and every class had like 500 kids, and guess what? You found out the first day, nobody's taking attendance, so guess what? I got a 3-0, and here I am. Ladies and gentlemen, Leanne Doherty! Do you like that intro, Lee? Oh, great intro. I honestly have no idea what to say right now. I, I, I just there's so much. Um, I'm gonna lot. come in. I'm gonna come in hot. Yes. The Last Jedi was the best of all the movies. There you go. Um, ben Roethlisberger might throw 20 interceptions this year. It's possible. It's possible if he makes it through half the season. You're not wrong. And, and only old men from Boston, like my dad, still call it tonic. Okay, there you go. So, but okay. Maddie, my brother, and I know to translate that into a Coke. Right. He did, when he goes to other parts of the country and asks for a tonic, they bring him a tonic water. Correct. And yes. he is not 
happy. Hey, how <laughs> hey, are you? I'm great. How, how are, are you? you, new dad? Congratulations. I'm, thank you. Six months old now, and she's a little sweetheart. We have this little basket, and we like push her around like she's yeah. in a roller coaster, and uh, yeah. she's in a high chair now. She ate a mango this morning. I mean, living the dream, you know? Doesn't get much better than that. Well, I know, I know. And your son now is like six eight, starting <laughs> starting yeah, center. Six- well, no, he, he's starting high school this year. I know. Yes. He just came home from football practice. So if you hear teenage boys, there's yeah. about six of them in my house right now <laughs> looking for food. Um, and uh, yeah, we're just getting ready for another school year under the COVID protocols to start. Yeah, what, and, what does that look like? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Mass. Fun. That's it. <laughs> well, and hi to everybody yeah. in um, Positivity Report land. Yes. I, I know politics is scary. And as I said to myself, I was like, what's positive right now? But right. we're going to try to make it work. Yes. Um, so what does COVID land look like in Massachusetts? Sure. Incredibly high vaccination rates, masks, testing, everything Good. you could possibly. We're basically the boys in the bubble okay. right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know, okay. you are not getting anything yes. Yes. here, okay. uh, which is... Uh, quite the dichotomy or difference (laughs) than our colleagues in Louisiana and Texas who are walking out and protesting. So right now, so far, so good. Okay, great, great, great. Now is, will he go to school? Are you going to school? Are you going into classes? We are all going into classes. So my husband, Mark teaches high school at the high school next door. He was in person pretty much all last year with masks. Oh, wow. Okay. Donovan, Donovan will go in person with a mask. Awesome. I will go in person with a mask and wow. with vaccine mandates. Yep. See, that's great. Now, okay, so I want to get correct what your exact, your professor of political science or political policy? So, okay, so I am a professor of uh, political science and international relations, and go. I'm okay. the chair of the department. Wow. That's a big, fancy way of saying I know a lot about very narrow area. <laughs> got it. Okay. So got when it. you said you got a 3.0, I often tell my students my college career was playing basketball, working, going to class. <laughs> yeah, right, um, right. Yeah. But yeah. school for me was kind of easy and fun, but I didn't really know how to be a college student until I was a senior. Yes. Quite honestly. Okay. And then um, Jimmy Doherty, the legend, the legend, wanted, Diamond Jim. wanted me to get a state job or okay. a, with a pension sure, because, sure. you know, I was the first kid to go to college from yeah. our, our family. Okay. And uh, I didn't go that way. And 22 <laughs> years later, here, you are. Um, here I am. Yeah. Just once again, trying to make sure everyone knows I'm smarter than Maddie. um, (laughs) The scientist. That doesn't happen all the time. I, I, I don't know much about Josh. Josh Jeopardy, I can't. Josh Jeopardy, but I think Maddie and I should go up against each other. I agree. Uh, I'm going to make this happen. (laughs) I've seen you more in the last year than I've seen Maddie in the last ten. So you know, you know, we were just out there. Were you? Yeah, we got to we we the bullet we went into LA to see the twins and yes. then we went up to San Francisco Maddie's son just started kindergarten look at yesterday that. look at I that know. and his daughter is 18 months 19 months wow unbelievable I mean this channel started as just a bunch of idiots doing sketch comedy and here we are I know here look at y'all we have families jobs <sighs> crazy homeownership <laughs> so, maybe who knows mm-hmm. um what okay so right now with vaccines and vaccine mandates mm-hmm. and things of that nature. Where mm-hmm. do you think we should be on that? I mean, because I don't know court wise or politically wise where we can mandate people to do this kind of sure. stuff. And I don't, I don't want this to be in whole vaccine talk, but I would like that yeah, to no. be like the launching off point because I think you, 
you're way more knowledgeable than me and you're way more down the middle because you are a professor and you have a, um, I, I would say a duty to make sure that you teach the policy and not teach the left or right, correct? Yeah, and see, policy, this is, this is the rub, Josh. Um, my job used to be pretty easy, I would say, sure. until about 2016, okay. right? You could, you could say, I could give you 12 different reasons as to why or why not a policy was successful or not, Okay. right? So not to go off too much, but let's look at the crisis in Afghanistan right sure, now. Sure, sure. If you're just watching the news, you might have think this started in August, right? right? But we know, <laughs> many of us know who are older, <laughs> that this was a pro- this has been going on since the 1970s, sure. right? This state it, of Afghanistan with yeah. Soviet former Soviet rule, and then with 2001 and looking for an enemy, and Afghanistan was the place of harboring mm-hmm. terrorists, and so this has been a 20 year war, yeah. Right. But if you're looking at the media now, and I think you actually made a really good point when you started, you know, the sports talk is now becoming punditry, right? right? Nobody really just talks about policy as the boring thing that it can be. Right. 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 So if we're looking at vaccines, vaccines have been a part of American public policy since vaccines were created, mm-hmm. right? Uh, if anyone's gone to a public school in your audience, you know you need certain vaccines to be able to attend a public school. 100%. Um, so it becomes more difficult to talk about public health as a policy when it's being politicized. Okay. And so like on my first day of class, I say, here's the difference between politics and policy, Okay. right? Which is what? Well, <laughs> right? Yes. And so politics is typically where the ideological debates take place. Okay. All right. This is the right, the left, the middle, the center, whatever you want to call it. Okay. The extremist, the what have you. Policy typically is the answer to a question. How do you solve a problem? And there's multiple ways to solve a problem. And depending on your politics, that's how you're going to figure out which policy you support. Okay. 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 So if you are someone who believes that in, uh, climate change can be solved through taxing businesses, that is a policy decision based on your political ideology. Okay. If you think you should give businesses incentives to get rid of those policies, you know, to get rid of that pollution, then that's based on your political ideology. Mm-hmm. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. I like okay. that. So okay. So that set that stage. Now yeah. put vaccines in there. Does anyone talk right now about, you know, the merit of the vaccine? No, that gets buried in the politics. Okay. Right? That's where we're having trouble. So if you say, like, to me, where do mandates live? Well, right now the Supreme Court is refusing to rule on this particular mandate. But over the years of the American Supreme Court, courts have ruled that mandates for vaccines for things like public school are perfectly legal. Okay. Right? Gotcha, gotcha, okay. gotcha, gotcha. This is what we're seeing now, if you want to get really nerdy, because mm-hmm. come with us. Let's federalism. do Federalism. Let's okay. do federalism. Let's right? go. So who, who's in charge, yes. right? Is it the state's rights or is it the federal government that's supposed to be in charge? Okay. What you're seeing right now, we see this with voting rights, we see this with vaccines, we see this with climate change and the like, is this idea of who's in charge. Right. Who's in charge? Who gets to make the policy that you as a citizen are following? And because we're in a system of federalism where we have multiple governments ruling the same people, this is where the lines get blurred. Okay. Okay. All right? Right. So with all that being said, and just one little caveat, <laughs> you you are creating me to be some like, um, uh, you know, like 
automaton, like no feelings. But I just want to say, I absolutely have opinions on things. Sure. And I think things are right and wrong. Sure. And I absolutely have a position. Okay. And as I tell my class, and I would, I would say, I say this to everybody, there are certain things that are off the table to me. Okay. Right. If something is inherently racist, that's a problematic policy. Correct. Okay. Right. If, yes. if it is homophobic or, you know, creates some type that's problematic. But I can talk to you in a logical manner about tax policy. Okay. Where I can't talk to you logically is when we have data, mm-hmm, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. that says you should wear masks <laughs> to not get this pandemic disease that has killed 600,000 people. Sure. Just because you've politicized it. Right. That's right, when right. I get, like, I don't know what to tell you. Right. Right, right, you know, I, I just don't. So will we see court cases? Sure. I mean, unions are fighting right now. Certain certain police unions in New York and Chicago are fighting these mandates. That's how politics works. Okay. Right? Sure. Why are they fighting? Because no one went to the union first and said, hey, what do you think about this? There was okay. no arbitration, no deliberation. Again, these things happen. Okay. But these mandates across the table with DeSantis or in other, Abbott in Texas where they just said, nope, and we're going we're gonna to take away your money if you don't do this, makes a thing like public health become political. And I just never thought I'd see that. I mean, I've been studying this stuff for a long time and I just never thought we'd get to a point where the discourse was just so polarized that we got to this place. Right. The thing that I uh, have had the biggest problem with is that people are looking at news anchors as scientists. Yep. And so um, that that boggles my mind. Yeah, we got a little bit of an echo somewhere, Ikaika. Yeah. But um, there, there's got to be some sort of <laughs> like where are politics and science? Because I feel like nobody listened to one another, and instead you just listened to people yelling about it. And didn't say, hey, listen, I understand that you're upset about wearing a mask and you don't like it and it's ups- and it's somehow ruining your outfit or you don't like it. But in order to stop a spread of a disease, we have to. Instead of saying that, they just said, our president's an idiot and we're not going to do it because we didn't vote for him. Where, Like, where did the disconnect start? Like, where, where, why did that? Like, how did that all of a sudden become the issue? Why did we stop listening to science? Was it Donald Trump? Was it uh, was it people saying that the disease isn't real? Is it conspiracy theories that people are, are enjoying? Like, wh- is it all of it? Mm-hmm. Good okay. job, Josh. You got an A. Okay. okay. Right. Um, when information, when folks don't understand information, right, they look for solutions or information that's going to fill a gap. And that's usually where conspiracy theories start, sure. right? Okay. So that this information is out there that fills some lack of knowledge that somebody has. Right. Okay. Is and it so, fear of the truth too? Is it, fe- is it, do you know what I mean? Like, do you, do you look at, look at conspiracy theories as a fear of the actual truth? No, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that easy. Okay. Quite honestly. Okay. I don't, I don't think it's, I mean, look at any conspiracy theory that we've yeah. had, whether it's moon landings or flat earthers or the like, right? There's uh, some flat earth. I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. I think that's stupidity, but that, uh, that, and again, I thought we were going to be positive today. Sorry. It's, it's, okay. It's, My it's bad. a theory. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if that helps you sleep at night, think the earth is flat. That's fine. Good, good. It's fine. I got nothing. Yeah. Anyway, I am not a scientist, uh, but I believe scientists, right? So I I think something changed in our discourse. And I honestly think this happened when we decided that every and all information was good information. Okay. 
All right. So what a wonderful thing the internet is. What a wonderful thing it is that we have access to all this information. But what we lost is kind of the check on that information right. and who's controlling that information and the like. So right, 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 right. we tend to also follow people on our social media that we like right. or we agree with. Right. So we perpetuate these ideas, too. So that's where the conspiracy theory stuff comes from. Right. right. What happens when it's got what has happened is we have news organizations that are supposedly private that are now become mouthpieces for the parties. Okay. MSNBC is a mouthpiece for the Democratic Party. Um, Fox News is a mouthpiece for the Republican Party. These institutions, these are institutions that used to check this information as well. But now they are mostly pundits as opposed to news organizations. Right. right OK. Right, 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 right. Now. There are liberal biases and conservative biases of newspapers and the like. But if you look at The Washington Post and The Wall Street Journal and you look at the front page of both of those papers, you're going to see similar articles. Right. There was a bombing just recently in uh, Kabul, like a half an hour before we came on board, right? Sure. The report on The Washington Post and The New York Times are going to be the same, even though The Washington, uh, excuse me, the Wall Street Journal might have a more conservative editorial page and The New York Times has a more liberal editorial page sure. okay we don't have that on our mass media television nor internet services right, right? there's no and yeah there's no there's no and there's no one saying to the public here's the here's the barometer here's here's the strata of the information you're getting right you're just listening to information that you think is right because you think it's right okay so when I see students on the first day of class in like an intro to American politics class I say stop watching the news for 24 hours today okay. Okay. Read the newspaper in the morning and then tomorrow in 24 hours, read the newspaper again. Mm -hmm. Your level of anxiety will go down and you will also find yourselves being more critical of the information you're trying to digest. Because that's our last bastion of facts is people that are actually in a system of checks and balances, like actual reporters, publications, that kind of situation. Well, and, and, and I mean, we could argue, too, that what's going on with that discipline right now, too? What is journalism? Is it gotcha journalism? Is it investigative journalism? Is it reporting the facts? Right. I mean, this is real controversial right now with withdrawing uh, folks from Afghanistan who helped American troops, right? Sure. Can a reporter who was embedded with someone, uh, you know, a, a photo, you know, photographer and like, can they be, you know, arbitrary? Can they, but that we we're also throwing away the fact that people are people. Sure. Like, the, the, and again, I, I was joking about it, but folks have feelings and emotions and the like that are going to skew things for them. They're going to make things more important or less important to yes. them. Right. So all of this coming together, Josh, it's like not it's not like one pinpoint that we can say, oh, this is when it all. Right. Pardon my French. All got fucked. Right. Like right. we really are in a tough space right now. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. On uh, all of it. It is just hard to have conversations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and I'm not talking again with own family members. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. I mean, or just in a space. Yeah. Right. You know, just in a just a just a space. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have opinions, please. That's the only way a democ little d democracy works. Only when our citizens are informed. Correct. Of the information that is being given. But the fact is, a lot of people are being lied to. Yeah. And they're believing you know, it. And they're believing it. Yeah. Right. Because they're looking for someone to blame. Because the world is on fire right now. <laughs> it really is mm -hmm. on fire. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And typically when we see. And I would argue, and I do argue often in my writings and the like, when power, it goes away from the folks that have had power, maybe for the entire history of the country. Yeah. And you're starting to see different folks get power in the system. Those folks get mad because mm -hmm. there's only so much power to go around. Yeah. Right. And so where we are right now is in this space of, oh, geez, 
stuff is changing and it's changing really fast. Yeah. And how do we navigate that as people's priorities are changing? Man, this is very interesting. It's very- Josh. <laughs> Leanne. Um, is there is there one specific policy or like a multiple couple policies that you think need to be working faster than others? Like, do you know what I mean? I'm, yeah, that's what, okay. Because that's what Climate I was going to say is, yeah. is what, like, okay, this is, this is a thought and this is my thought and, and this would be a policy change. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I think that uh, we tax corporations way too high and we're losing a ton of jobs and a lot of manufacturing that we could control pollutionary wise that we could at least help to control it because we can't control what happens in China. We can't control what happens in India. We can't control what happens in third world countries that are making a lot of the products that we have and that are literally dumping pollution into waterways and the world and killing their people all for the betterment of a t-shirt or a tennis shoe. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now to, to lower corporate taxes on something like that. So we can bring some of this manufacturing back so we can have a little bit more control over what we are polluting or what we're contributing to the pollution, I think is, is something. And now I don't, I might be wrong in that, but I think that if we give our corporations the ability to do that, we are, we can at least police ourselves because we know where, what it's, what's happening right now. I know that things are going to happen in China and we don't have any, again, like I said, we don't have any control over that. Now, my other thought climate change wise is why aren't we trying to desalinize the ocean at certain parts? Like why aren't we trying to fill up reservoirs and freshwater waterways that at one time had water and now are completely dry in order to combat drought? Why aren't we putting solar panels and wind turbines all over the American Southwest because it is literally just desert and nobody lives there because they can't. Mm -hmm. Why, why aren't we doing that? And why aren't we giving corporations incentives instead of super taxing them, giving them less taxes in order to make that happen? And why aren't we possibly, and now this is like my fourth point, why aren't we possibly building freshwater pipelines from flood prone areas and high rain areas to pipeline that water, freshwater into areas that don't have it. Places like where I live in Southern California or Texas or Arizona or New Mexico Mm -hmm. in order to make those places populatable for the incoming immigrant problem. That's my platform. Leanne, what do you think of it? (laughs) (laughs) Makuga 2024. I mean, um, so those are all ideas that are bandied about all the time around the solution, whatever the solution is to climate change. Yes. But you, but there is no solution that's acceptable when 51%, uh, 49% of the Senate says climate change doesn't exist. Right. Okay. Okay. So before we can even have these conversations, I mean, last week, the UN came out with a bill, a uh, report, a 250, you know, 300 page report on climate. Sure. And I would argue that the United States is the biggest hypocrite when it comes to climate change policy in mm-hmm. the world. So okay. we can look to China, but we also owe China billions and billions of dollars because they basically own all our debt. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So sure. this is what I mean. Like nothing's as simple as making, you know, these kind of broad generalizations. And I think where we're going to see change happen with climate is at the local level. Okay. Right. I think if folks want to put their energies towards something, I would say, what are you doing in your local community to make this work, right? So water shortages, right? The New York Times just had an article about where the droughts are and where we are getting flooded. In the Northeast, it's literally rained every other day 
for three and a half months. I mean, in a row. Pittsburgh too. My mom says that it's just yeah. been a deluge. Yeah. In just, and I'm saying like four to five inches, like yes. rains that Louisiana used, you know, Mark's like, I didn't know I'm living in Louisiana now, right? right. Like it's deluges of rain. Yes. You know, we saw the floods in Tennessee. We saw the floods in South Carolina, like mm-hmm. folks just being swept away. Okay. Yes. All that being said means that we are all <laughs> coming to a point where this is just going to continue on until there is an end, which we don't really know what that is. So right. if I was to articulate a plan, it would be, how do you incorporate climate change into job growth? Oh, All right? Yeah, exactly. Because I, I would disagree with you a little bit around how much we tax corporations. Okay. Because they have so many loopholes, the taxes don't really count. Okay, okay. Right, so, so under, but that's an argument, and it's it's one that folks think about. How do we bring more, or, you know, how do we bring these companies back? Well, Organizational change, right? Like that. that's kind of- You're going to have to pay people. Sure, sure. Right? Why yeah. do companies go abroad? Because they can pay people 10 cents on the dollar to do the same thing they can do here. Correct. So yeah. either you got to pay. So it's all, if you can figure out ways, and I've articulated this quite a bit to folks that care to listen to me about it. How do you make every policy an economic issue? Right. How do you do that? How do you do that? How do you make it? So when you look at the new green deal, yeah. that's a jobs program. Sure. That's absolutely a jobs program. And it's a jobs program that respects tribal lands. It's a jobs program that respects the idea that we are all complicit in this Mm -hmm. as part of a civilization that requires this. Listen, am I shutting off my lights and not going on the internet? No, I'm I'm complicit in this. However, there are things that can be done at a state and local level that may have better or more immediate ways of alleviating Mm -hmm. the climate pressure. So stop building cities on swamps. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Stop. Right. (laughs) Right. Stop. Think about what overpopulation means. Think about why we don't have bike lanes in certain cities as a, you know, think about why we allow people to drive with just one person in a car, Right. right? These are things that can happen at the state and local level. While we see this kind of weird partisan, listen, Congress is broken. Right. As someone who's an institutionalist, this is the hardest thing for me to say. Right. Like, I believe in these institutions. And it's broken. So do I. Yeah, it's 100%. You know, it's, it's broken. Yeah. It is not doing what it's supposed to do. In fact, it's impeding what it's supposed to do. Correct. Yeah. Because people aren't voting to what they think is correct or right. Do you know what I mean? The, the, well, do I the mean, right thing because it's at, the right thing to do. It's They're not voting on it because they'll lose voters. Is so you look, at the, um, you look at the uh, Voting Rights Act. Sure. That just passed the House. When that was when a voting rights pack in 1963, 333 members of Congress voted for, or the House voted for that. That included Republicans. No yeah. Republicans voted for that right now. Voting. This is voting. Well, why? Because Republicans are scared. If you allow more people to vote, you're not going to win. Correct. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that's all fact. That's yeah. not hyperbole. That's not being oh, Leanne's a lefty. No, no, that's fact. Right. Right. The Democrats don't really want everyone to vote, too, but they're going to they're going to use it to their advantage right now. Sure. Right. Sure. <laughs> Listen, we, we got a better shot right now. Right. The po- the policy package um, that just passed the House yesterday um, that would provide paid leave and all of these things we're talking about that mm-hmm. would help the big issue of climate change. Right. Yeah. If we think about it. Ten Democrats said they weren't going to vote for it. These moderate Democrats, because they were kind of playing this game around a uh, another budget reconciliation bill that's going to come to pipe. Mm-hmm. These are words that lay people don't use, right? Budget reconciliation. Right, 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 right. All right. you need to know is the Democratic Party can't get even 
out of its own way because they decided to read one paper that said, you know, Ayanna Presley's too liberal and we got to be careful about that. Or we don't want Nancy Pelosi to succeed or something like that. Or Seth Moulton takes an airplane to Afghanistan right. on a secret mission. I mean, we are just seeing <laughs> personalities play into institutions mm-hmm. and the institutions, mm-hmm. are they going to hold up or not? Right. Right. Are they going to work? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Am I, is, I, I'm not looking at the chat and I'm afraid I'm. Like, oh, no, no, no. Like, not all at all. This, all not viewers at all. Here. Like, <laughs> Somebody just popped in and said Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh's mayor just started a program to pr- reduce light pollution. First, yep. like it in the country. Awesome. My hometown. Yep. We yep. may not, we may not have won a Super Bowl since 2009, but we can, we can reduce light pollution. That's just well, a listen, person. you got a good hockey team. We do have a good hockey team, Leanne. Okay. Sydney Crosby. You always forget hockey. No, I love, us, come on. I love hockey. Well, it's, it's football season. Once hockey season rolls around, I'm team, you know, Sydney Crosby's my boy. Uh, we're getting a little old. We're getting a little light in the loafers a little but bit. I could, I could do without uh, Joel Embiid, my man. Do without that. <laughs> well, he's a 76er. I'm, I, Philadelphia can, they can. Yeah. Oh, I, I forget. There's oh, you're big. You're like a state with two cities. Correct. Like, see, I grew up in a state where there's just regions. That one, right? Like yeah. we got one. Yeah, maybe <laughs> we're close to Boston. Okay, <laughs> we we have we. I grew up somewhere where we entire New England Patriots. Right. right. Like we don't even get. There's six states that have to encompass yeah. this one market. I mean, Maine. There's like eight people, mm. <laughs> but it's gorgeous. But I it's think gorgeous. it's ten now. But oh, yeah. okay, we got up okay. to ten. Um, you know, uh. Do you think that this our democracy as we know it ends at some point in the near future? Or do you think we go through somewhere where states become countries? Oh my god, Josh, you said this was going to be nice and positive. Well, um, it's positive. I want to I listen, we're we're in the conversation. We're in the end game now. No, I'm Leanne. teasing you. I'm you, teasing you. You gave me the smiles, so I opened the door. Okay? <laughs> Damn information! Why? It was much simpler when we were all sheep and didn't care. Right. Um, so I think the last time you and I talked, I, I told you I, there, there's only been one time I've been really scared, right? Okay. And I told you that was on January sixth, right? And I was really scared, sure. right? Like I, 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 there was about an hour I was like, this could be, this could be it. Yeah. This could be it. You know, if those electoral college votes get burned, if someone gets killed, right? Like I, this, this could have been it. Mm-hmm. We got lucky. Right. We got lucky. Um, So do I feel like this narrative around democracy collapsing? Democracy is the best government you can have except for everyone else. Right. Because it's just it's really hard. It's really hard to maintain. And there has to be a level of trust with the democracy that we're just not seeing now. Right. 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 So what's going to evolve? I don't know. I don't think states are going to become countries because that's really hard. And then you have to write a constitutional amendment and those are really hard to do. Okay. Okay. Do, do I think democracy is going to collapse? I mean, they're not easy to maintain. And if you look around the world, like democracies are hard to create and they're hard to maintain. Right. Yep. So we're, it's not really on our side. Okay. Right. As a, as a, as a governmental style. Sure. What does that mean? I mean, the electoral college is not going anywhere. No. Because the people in power need it to exist. Right. Right. Trump didn't become president on August 13th, and I'm still waiting, you know, like this, the bit, but the the big lie continues. Sure. So that plays into folks' trust of issues and uh-huh. the like that go along. Okay. Um, but I don't think, I don't think it's going anywhere. Okay. I do think you've, you have a very conservative Supreme Court right now. You have a Congress that is not being congressional 
mm-hmm. and you have a presidential administration that is being presidential and has to have 150,000 problems going on at once, right. whether it's Afghanistan or a pandemic or climate change. Like that, that doesn't stop no matter who's president, yeah. no matter how much the president wants to ignore it. Right. It doesn't stop. You know, the new president of Israel is in the United States today. And that's a lot of back and forth. The I mean, my goodness. relationship with Israel has always been fraught with debate. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, so we're, we're finding ourselves in kind of a interesting period. You know, I, I said to somebody the other day, I just I want just something to be easy for someone. Mm hmm. Over the next couple of weeks, mm-hmm. just someone. Just I just want to have. I just want. I want someone to have a win. Just one like, person. Just like it would only take one, and I'd like it to be a little public. Sure. You know, and I'd like it to be a win for someone, or some group, or something that makes me feel like, all right, that's we're, we're moving forward. Yeah. And listen, you. Uh, we talk. You know, I'm a big sports person. Paralympians. You win, you lo- <laughs> did you see today what happened? Paralympians are now getting the same money to earn a gold, silver, I- or bronze. Amazing. I didn't know that wasn't the case before. <laughs> right. But I also, but also, they don't get paid nearly enough. Olympians, Paralympians, regardless, gold medal, you get $37,000. What, after you spent $500,000 a year to train? It's, you, and it's where you and have you're to. You're an amateur. And you're, you're an, an amateur. amateur. You can't even, you can't even use the word Coca Cola because the no. IOC owns it. Yeah. Like, hey, maybe we should start at a level where, okay, yes, that's a baby step and it, and it's great and it, it's some money, but $37,000, which they will be taxed on is like 20 grand, which mm-hmm. if you live in an area of the country, that's very expensive. That's like a month rent, right? Like that's your life for a month. So Josh, I'm going to say something controversial to you. Okay. I think you're more thinking about economic systems than political systems. Wow. Maybe your problem's not with the political system. Maybe your problem's with capitalism. Maybe, maybe. Because the things you've all been just, you know, are all indicative to a capitalist system. Yeah, like. (laughs) Where we are taxed at a 33% tax rate, but don't really get much goods and services from our government. Where where private property is the paramount to success. Where folks are told, if you pull yourself up by your bootstraps, you can be successful in anything you do. Maybe. That's where the crisis is with these discussions. So ideology maybe is about our economic system and not necessarily our political system. Yeah, and I think, you know, the whole separation of church and state doesn't even really exist um, because people are voting based on, you know, like, be a, you know, I mean, it's in the, we say God bless America. Okay, mm-hmm. so the separation of church and state, nothing about God and religion should be in how you vote, but it is, but it 100% is. Um, because politicians go to church rallies and they speak in churches and, you know. uh, And we also have the First Amendment that protects your right to practice religion, right? So the whole America is a, is a paradox. Right. Now, when you say, when you say, uh, my problem might be with capitalism and economics, (laughs) it, you might be right. And I think that like the, the divvy, the devying of wealth and all that kind of situation, listen, it, we should be out to earn money. We should be out to work. We should be out to work hard. We should not be exploiting certain things, but yet people do it all of the time. I mean, look mm-hmm. right now, you can't, you can't go to a restaurant that's full because they can't staff it enough mm-hmm. because we paid a people to you no know, during a pandemic that helps pay them if they can't work, but now that they can work, they should go back to work. And maybe the government should pay people to go back to work as an incentive based thing. 
I don't know. What I'm saying is, is that we need to get back in some sort of work. Like we can't, sometimes people have to work jobs that they don't want to work. And guess what? I've had to do that a lot in my life. So you, you, I don't know. Might, might I say yes. that you've had the privilege to work at jobs? Yes. Okay. And so if we take it that way yeah. and that you were able to maintain a lifestyle to support yourself yes. at the time, I think when we say, oh, folks aren't working, of course, there's always, there's always an exception to the rule, Josh. There's always somebody that is scamming some system. Right. Mm -hmm. But I also would argue that we're seeing labor and workers say, I can't live on 725 an hour. Um, that's totally which is the, which is the minimum wage right now across the country. Yeah. And, that's and that doesn't it doesn't matter if you're in Massachusetts or Alabama, that still is not going to pay. Right. For you to be able to live. And so I think that that's why I bring up this kind of idea of what supports are necessary to, for folks now that we have kind of come through this situation that we never thought we would. Right where we had to shut down the country. Right. 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 And that's just nothing that any of us could have ever predicted. And it's not anything that we ever have a, a solution for, because this is what it's like when you don't know the answers. Right. Right, 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 right. There's nothing to base it on. Right. Is, there's, no, there's nothing. No, 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 no. And, and now that we are getting to the point where vac vaccines are available for everybody. I mean, I don't think Jonas Salk went through this. I don't think that he, did didn't have, he didn't have the internet. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't have, he didn't have mass media. He didn't have, <laughs> you know, he didn't have folks scared about black people voting. Right. They just didn't vote because they weren't allowed to, right? Like right. there was, there's this really, we have come, a, we are in the 1950s all with, with polio was the highest level of trust that the United States had it, that Americans had in their government at any time in history. Post-World post -World War II. Post-World War II. Yeah. It was the biggest economic boom the country had seen. The trust was through the roof. Right. People would have walked through walls. And now you're going to tell me I don't have to be in an iron lung right. and little kids are going to be saved? Sign me up. Right. Exactly. Much different yep. than we are today. And you get, you could reopen the world and not even have to, per se, worry about masks, regardless of if you want to wear a mask or not. Just, you have to. You want to stop the spread of the disease. Uh, you don't go into a hospital and see doctors just like sneezing and coughing on everybody during surgery. So why would you think the mask doesn't work? You okay? So now Josh, Josh, I know, Leanne, you're right. You're right. It's the positivity <laughs> report. I want to look at some some positive things. If you were, if you were in charge policy wise, yeah. what do you think are some positive policies that we as a company, as a country, as a company, both, I guess. Well, yeah. It's one and the same could come together on that would make things work better. All right. Um, you absolutely need to raise the minimum wage. Okay. We absolutely need to support women more in their ability to make, I mean, the folks that suffered the most from this pandemic were working women yeah. who lowered mothers. Uh, we need paid leave. We need policies that are actually going to help people advance. Okay. Right. So for example, some of you may know about the uh, child tax credit that came out, right? right. This is the, uh, they are, uh, and analysts are saying that 50% of all families are out of poverty now, that we're under the poverty level because of just an extra $600 a month. Okay, there you go. Guess what, guess what they can do now, Josh? <laughs> Can people go can go, people can go to work yes. because they're not worried about having, you know, these things are all 
gradual steps to maintenance. And why I think those are the kind of policies we need to see, it, because it gets people back into this workforce, which you rightfully so are arguing is depleted, mm-hmm. right? Because folks can't afford to work, right? you know, right. because of what's happening, especially women. Right. Right. Uh, love to see us think about um, this big argument around student debt and not just to cancel student debt, but why do, <laughs> I'm probably going to get, <laughs> why do institutions cost so much right. and why do we perpetuate this? mythology that the more they cost, the better they are. Right, 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 right. Okay. Right, okay. That's with everything, right? Sometimes sure. like a fine wine, sometimes you have to pay for, <laughs> for a better tasting glass of wine. Yeah. There are certain price points for everybody though, right? right. And I, I could artic- you know, argue that. And why did we so mess up? Right. Um, how did it escalate so quickly? For, yeah. How did it go so bad, so wrong, so quickly? Right. When we know that, you know, it could have gone another way. I mean, but if I was to have a magic wand and say, this is the thing we have to focus on as an, uh, it's, uh, alternative energy sources and green jobs. Sure. That's the one thing we should be working on right now. Okay. Um, as far as a policy, but then there's all the other stuff. That's the civil society stuff, which is the racism, the sexism, the homophobia, the identity politics, the, the, all the things that are making it really hard Mm -hmm. to be a person right now, much harder for some people than others, but it's just really hard to be a person right now. Right. Yeah. Right. I think about having a six month old right in this kind of world. And, you know, what's the energy around that? Who who are they around? Who are they not around? What ideas are right or wrong or mm-hmm. and the like? And, and we've never really been good at this as Americans. Yeah. We tell ourselves good stories, but sometimes we find exceptions to those stories. And then all of a sudden they don't hold up anymore. Is it do we think that and I, I'm going to stick on climate change because I'm very passionate about this. Mm-hmm. And I think that we're going to get to the point where we, we can't even overcorrect anymore. Right. Like, um, is there, is there a world in which a lot of these oil companies or energy companies that rely heavily on fossil fuels now making a paradigm shift? Like I understand GM trying to make all their cars electric by 2030. Great. But we can't all drive electric cars if there's nowhere to charge them. Or if electricity costs more than gas now. Correct. Yes. Or if our electricity is only coming from <laughs> from dams and there's no more water, there's no more water. <laughs> to make to make hydroelectronic uh, right I mean, energy, you know, production. Um, no, see, so we try to solve problems, Josh, in like little band aids, mm-hmm. like the kid holding back the dike, right? Like and just right. putting their hand as opposed to fixing the entire structure, sure, right? Sure, sure, sure. So when sure, so like when we talk about the infrastructure bill. It's a band. What it's is it? Is it sure? Sure. Is it? <laughs> um, but is it necessary? Is it like that triaging before the bridges all fall down in Minnesota, like they did last right. summer? You know, right, 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 right. There's they're all um, interconnected, and so to your point, what are what are the carrots or the sticks that are going to get folks to do something? Well, the carrot is money. The stick is money. Everything's money. <laughs> and so when you, yeah. that's the only basis, you got Bezos going to space or whomever. And, you know, we, it's, it's the wealth disparity and the like, there's no incentive, whether carrot nor stick to say to a company, don't do this anymore. Right. Right. Because we have it's it. just so out of our stratosphere. Yeah. Right. There's yep, just, yep, yep. it's, there's no control. So it's, I'm not trying to say like give up or, you know, be upset by this or anything like that. It's just, Okay, so what the, what do you do then? Right. What do you do? What do you what do you think? Of, you rank your priorities. You rank your priorities. Eventually, 
things are going to get so bad that it's going to force people with money to do something. But by that point, we're all toast. It's like, it's a, I used to read dystopian fiction for fun. Okay. <laughs> like really, again, just, that just says a lot about Yeah, me, I think that right? makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I think that pretty goes, goes <laughs> where, where what, you, what you need to know about me as a person. Yeah. Hard now to do that. Mm-hmm. Hard now to do that because it is not fiction. Yeah. Right. As we are spaced in this. So what does that mean? How do you get up every morning? Well, you just see what people are doing. You right. see folks that are, that are trying, that are making, trying to make things work and trying to, you know, make change, you know, in a way that's successful. But this, the climate is so overwhelming that it's, it's hard to put into your head how this is going to stop. Right. 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 Whereas right. littler, littler things, <laughs> you know, the lights in Pittsburgh, that's something you can do. Sure. That's making it, you know what I mean? So it's like, that's why. Baby steps. Baby steps, local, achievable goals, right? Yeah. Like, it's not petty to not use plastic bags anymore. That makes a difference. I mean, it does. Yeah. But we as citizens can only do so much, right? It's the system itself globally that has to be willing to make a change. And it's just a lot. <laughs> it's just a lot. Is recycling of the plastic, were we lied to all along? <laughs> we, it's all been lies, Josh. Yeah. Everything's a lie. Everything is one chance. <laughs> Just go back to glass and recycling the glass. Oh, well, you know, let's start canning again. Let's canning. Yeah. We're a big canning house. Yeah. I mean, listen, yeah, not, not me, but. things are going to, I don't know. It's like, it's hard to think about, but also if you're, if you're not thinking about it, you're, you're turning a blind eye and that's worse. Well, that's it. Right. So you make individual choices to make global change. Yeah. That still does hold up. Right. Like whether it's how you interact with folks or whether it's you don't eat as much meat as you were eating before. And they're like, I mean, again, uh, this is the issue of climate. Mm-hmm. Right. But the narratives of like it doesn't exist just don't do us any. Right. Yeah. yeah any yeah, good. Yeah. And that gets us back to what we were talking about in the beginning. Right? Correct. This idea of where what is truth? What is one's truth? And is just believing something. Make it true. No. So. Leanne Doherty. She's a. Uh... Uh, these frank conversations I really, really enjoy. Um, you know, yes, this is the positivity part and we have a bunch of giggles and a bunch of laughs and we're usually pretty goofy on here, but I think every now and then we need somebody with, uh, you know, a genius level look oh, on the please. world. And, but also, you know, is, is trying to shape minds and do the right thing um, by teaching policy. Uh, and thank you for calling me out on the fact that maybe, maybe my problem is with how money is spent. <laughs> But also, no, you're no. right. Like, I don't know. No, no, it's not calling me out. It's like, it, I, listen, I have a lot of ideas and I don't know how to get them accomplished because uh, I don't have a ton of money. But if I was Jeff Bezos, I would work on things that would help the world not fly in a cock rocket into space for 15 seconds. Well, and first off, a cock rocket might become the name of my new band. <laughs> because that was oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. amazing. I'm going to steal that. Yeah. <laughs> 80s hollow notes cover band yeah, i'll be i'll be your hall i'll be oh, your you, hall. would you yes of course Are you kidding me oh, god i do love a john oates um <laughs> you know it's i think i think it's just really hard not to get overwhelmed josh and yes. if i was to like say what i say to you know stay the course does that i mean it sounds i am a bit pollyannish about this stuff and sure. even i mean it's hard to be a cynical pollyanna but mm-hmm. that's kind of what i am in that History is here to remind us that 
sometimes shit is really, really bad. Mm -hmm. And I think where we are right now in 2021, it is collectively bad for all of us. Yeah. There's been periods of our history where it's been collect bad for certain groups, mm -hmm. but it's really just really bad for all of us right now. And this, this light at the end of the tunnel, we thought we were going to have, remember our Vax good. girl summers. Yeah. Hot Vax girl know, summer. Uh, you know, that took a turn, real, right. Real quick. Yeah. <laughs> that we couldn't, couldn't have predicted. Mm -mm. It is, but why I keep teaching this stuff and why I haven't like quit. I was a very good bartender for about two years. You know, I, I, I could go back to that. Dude. Obviously they're hiring, yes. you know, like in, you know, it. Uh, it if I didn't have a six month old, my wife didn't need me at home at night. I would be bartending right now. Oh, absolutely. There isn't a, there isn't a thought in my mind. No. Yeah. But you know, the, the, that baby shit gets in the way. I'll tell you, you what, want. you gotta be there for yeah. bath time. I want to, <laughs> and I want to spend time with my daughter. I, I want to spend my whole life working, uh, just because oh, you, you know, want to be a parent. Yeah. What? Yeah. Hold on. You're not just babysitting. If one more person says that, I, that's so great. But anyway, <laughs> but I, I do want folks to like come out of this being like, okay, keep reading newspapers. Try to dial down the social media. Try yeah. to dial down like watching Fox or CNN or NBC. Read a newspaper, mm -hmm. right? And a, and a national one, one with a reputation. Yeah. Listen, they're all going to have biases, but you can then process it. Right. When we're getting all this imagery bombarded at us, it's really hard to make a critical thinking. It's really hard to really think, right? Yeah. Because you're going to have to react immediately. But when you read, it allows you to go back and read it again. It allows you to sit with it for a little while, allows you to take notes. And so it's like, for me, I've gotten back into so much reading, like, and not just the stuff I have to work on, but just reading, yeah. remembering the pleasure of reading yeah, and how you can sit with something and it could make a difference and you could read something that you hadn't before. And then you can look at something else and, and the like, um, it's, it is a lost critical thinking is a lost art. Yeah. And it only improves when you read. So if I was to say anything that might make you feel a little better, read to your daughter all the time. Mm -hmm. Read to your kids. Read. Go to the library and volunteer. Go to the when it's safe. Go to a, a nursing home and read for folks. It it will de-escalate all of this stuff that's getting bombarded against us mm -hmm. and gives you a space to critically think. Leon Doherty, you're a treasure. Oh, and we love you here. You are. You're great. You're fantastic. And this is one of the best conversations I've had in a very long time. You can uh, always call me. You can always call me. You know, I mean, I would love to be the positivity report political on the scene. You that, know, well, that's you. Yes, that's yours. That's it's all Well, yours. no, and it's and I really, Josh, I really and I'll, and I'll, and I'll let you go. after. I, I, I just enjoy doing this. Good. Like, I just want to folks. We can still talk about this. Stuff. Yeah, we can do this. Yeah. We are smart. We are in a system that allows us to do this. Yes. You may not think that anymore, but we are not Afghanistan. We yeah. are not Myanmar. Yeah. We're not China. You know, and again, we have our stuff. Let's not pretend like we don't have our stuff. Sure. Because we do. But the, even the idea that I'm give, afforded the opportunity to have these conversations. Is um, very, very important. That's why keeping the democracy and the the way we talk about things is very, very, very important. And keep the so, little D in democracy, Josh. Correct. And keep the big D in porn. All right. Uh, wow. <laughs> that is maybe. Wow. I think that's a Title IX violation. I got to go and file paperwork. <laughs> You said little D. You opened the door, Leanne. I'm a comedian no, at no, heart. No, come on. We're better than that. <laughs> we're better than that. We're keep better the, than keep that. the big D in Dallas. I don't know. 
Um, maybe worse. Maybe read, worse. Uh, I apologize. Read any of the autobiographies of any of the players of the '80s Dallas Cowboys about? Yeah, not good. Big not D's. Good. <laughs> <laughs> now you went there, Leanne. I did. I See? couldn't help myself. Yeah, I just couldn't help myself. You're the best. Uh, You're the best, Josh. This was wonderful. Absolutely, really, the best. really, really wonderful. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. Okay. All right. Bye. Leanne Doherty. I mean, I'm just. I think I would make a good politician until I actually got elected and realized that I couldn't do anything. Yeah. That's the hard part. I love listening to her talk about this. I know. That's great. Go to, if you are, can apply to a college, go to Simmons university. That's where she teaches. Um, and good teach. We need more teachers like that. Yeah. Um, education is very, very important. And there's not a lot. I mean, look at uh, Brian Floriani at Freedom USA, right? He's trying to t- literacy, like like Leanne said, read, read to your kids, read to your people, read the newspaper. I don't read the newspaper, and I'll tell you the only reason I don't. My fingers get all touchy things, but I do read New York Times online. I'm a subscriber. Yeah, I listen to the too. Daily, which I think is so, it's in, it's information. Mm-hmm. It's not any kind of opinion. It's just information. That's why I listen to informational podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like I listen to one about the vaccine and the science behind it. The science behind it. Not the politics behind it. How it was made. How it was done. The scientists that did it. It's not. There's nobody out there to get you. We're out there to save you. I'm, I'm just, that's how I'm going to say it. I think uh, read, when you say read and read to your kids. And I grew up doing that. Reading yeah. and reading. And I, and I would say now is so important to continue reading and read right. the articles on it. and if if you're looking for on both sides mm-hmm. just read don't read the headline on Twitter right click keep going make informed decisions by reading read everything sure. read both sides yeah and then you can make a more informed. educated informed yeah kind of uh, a statement i'm just going to tell you this guy straight up nobody that made the vaccine is wants to kill you Okay. Nobody in the vaccine wants to make you sterile. They literally want to stop the spread of a worldwide pandemic. Also, uh, this is how they're tracking us. Yeah. You think they're going to try and track us with microchips, Bill Gates? Bill Gates doesn't care where you are. No, Bill, Gates made, Bill Gates is trying to save the world. The guy is doing legitimate work with all those billions. He's, you don't see Bill Gates going to space. But listen, I'm sure Bill Gates has his things. I don't know. What I'm saying is that Bill Gates and Melinda Gates, the foundation, has actually tried to do some good in the world. They really have. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of billionaires out there that that might be, but there's a lot of billionaires that aren't. And millionaires and hundreds of millions of dollars. And you could be spending that, creating jobs, and trying to make this world a better place instead of trying to make this world a worse place. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some, some correction in how we are consuming, especially with climate change. It's funkin' real, people. And it's bad. That that new report of, on climate change. The world change is on is fire. Absolutely terrifying. That if we don't do something like Tomorrow. yesterday, right? Today. In, We're toast. It, it's going to be irreversible by the time for our children, for Rosie. 100%. Th- 30 years, we're going to be worse if we yes. don't do something now. But that's where you were talking about, like, should I run? And then what am I going to do? Because right. it just seems like it just becomes this political. Yeah. Log jam. Because guess what? In our country, there's lobbyists that work for oil companies and coal companies mm-hmm. and 
anything in between plastics companies, big tobacco and firearms that don't one believe in climate change and two represent the interests of a company that needs to survive by ruining the planet. Well, those billionaires will know when their beachfront home is underwater. Diversify. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I mean, it, it's, when it's literally happening. It's going to, in 30 years, we could be underwater at the coast. 100%. Oh, it's just scary. Yeah, you ever heard of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch? Yeah. It's yeah. the size of Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. just floating out there. Yep. You know, we, there's, we have so much land that is unused that we can do things with, with the environment. Mm-hmm. And we don't. For what scenic scenery? We're out of scenery, guys. I'm sorry, we you can't. We got it. We got to use some of the desert to to dump stuff, and build things, and desalinize the ocean, put the brine places, power it with solar and wind and hydro. We need to put hydro fans all in the ocean to deal with currents. I mean, it's we are running out of time. I'm telling uh, you, if orcas could walk on land, they're gonna go to war with humans. Yeah, because we we yeah. smack us over the head. Yeah. It's uh, it's tough. I, I know this is the positivity report, but I, what I'm, the positive out of this is try and make a change. Try and talk to people. Try and be part of the change. There's only 79 people here watching it. 79 could multiply to 150, could multiply to 300, 300 to 600, 600 to 1,200. That's how word of mouth gets out. Try and be better. Recycling matters, but a lot of the stuff that we do anyway isn't getting recycled. So try and recycle. Try and... and Ask your local governments to be better with pollution, with light, with noise. Ask federal politicians, state politicians, what are we doing about climate change? How can we get water to places that doesn't have water? The, the Northeast is turning into the South, and the South is turning into the tropics. Just so we know, like, that's what climate change is doing. The extreme weather is getting worse, and it's creating places into... I mean, when I was a kid... It snowed all the time. Now in Pittsburgh, it doesn't snow as much. It's just coldish in the wintertime. We'll get some crazy colds, but I'm not asking for, like, I'm not saying, oh, cold is good, but that's what it means. Greenland is melting. The ice caps are melting. We're, it's guys, we got to do something and do something now. It was the hottest July on record. Yeah. Last year? Yeah. Hottest July on record. The, the, Following you before yes. that? It just keeps going and, and we're feeling it. Yeah. And, the wildfires out here in the Pacific Northwest, any, it doesn't have to be in Southern California. It's all over California. It's, they're, they're worse every year. Yeah. We're just running out of things, guys. So, I mean, that's it, it, what you don't know in California. October is actually one of the worst months oh, in California for the heat and for fires. And it, it's awful. Y- you're living in Armageddon yeah. when it happens, and, yeah. it, and it's scary to consider. Uh, Jersey Girl Lawyer says, desalinization is tricky. Go too far and marine life is toast. There's a way to do it. There's a way to do it. We just, we don't have the right scientists on it right now. We're getting, I'm not saying, I'm saying there's a way to do it, Jersey Girl Lori. We may not have figured it out yet, but we're going to get to a point. I understand we don't want to lose the marine life. We need the oceans to do it. But if you watch that, uh, the sea one, uh, what was that one we watched on Netflix about the ocean? The sea pollution one, where they're killing the whales at the end. It was tragic. Oh, oh. It's yeah, conspiracy. I know, I, I know what you're talking about. S-E-A. Mm. Um, big lose workshops. I hereby volunteer Florida to use a dumping ground for all the crap in the... Oh, wait, never mind. Great talk today, guys. 
Thanks, Big, Big Lou. Lou. Love you. And Keith. we had a super chat from Senior Film in there. And I was gonna say, apparently, yeah. Senior Film's mom worked at the Capitol. Yeah. And she had the week off of January 6th. And that is crazy. You know, that. Thank God she did. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jersey Girl Lori, I I don't disagree with you. I know that the, that with marine life and all that kind of stuff, it's toast. We there's got to be a way that we can figure this out, because guess what? We're overfishing and destroying the marine life anyway now. So there's got to be a way that we can figure out a middle ground here, or be able to pipeline fresh water from areas that are inundated and now flood prone to areas that don't have the water. There's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. We just we can't come together and do it because that. Really and truly, our biggest problem going forward is going to be fresh water. That's where that's where we're at. Water world. It's not too far off. I don't think we're going to get to Water World, but Max. I just hope to make enough money to buy a condo on the moon. <laughs> they going to build on the moon? Is that where we're going? So, I don't mean I... Earth too. Yeah, Earth Michael Kelter says it's just too energy intensive right now. Yeah, that's why we need to set up a extreme solar wind hydropower system and not be based on coal. We should even, I mean, I don't know what the pollution behind nuclear power is. I don't know if there's other ways to power things, but we've got to get to a point we are no, where we are not relying on coal. Wind, energy, biofuels. Let's do that stuff and let's make that extremely lucrative because until it's lucrative... And until we stop paying for overseas oil and using oil and lining the pockets of people that aren't very good people, we're going to be in trouble, guys. Think, Just think and be good people. Try and help one another. I know I'm speaking to a choir here. I understand that. But speak calmly. Talk to people. And try and, and tell them, hey, we are, in, we are in serious danger. It doesn't matter your political beliefs. In 20 to 50 years, it could be real bad. So, that's where we are. Um, Read into it. Yeah. Decide for yourself. Uh, Uncle Van Doren says, groundwater like they use here. I mean, we have a good cleaning system. Water is very good here. Yeah, we have a good cleaning system as well. It's just unfortunate it doesn't rain in certain parts of this country nearly enough to keep fresh water. And we are at getting at critical levels. We're talking about crops. We're talking about drinking. We're talking about all of that. Um it's a house of cards if we're not mm-hmm. careful. And yeah. we haven't been. And so... Yeah. Okay, Fun says I put my good people sticker on my car today. Yes! Good. I like that. Be good people. And, you know, we got some uh, videos that make me smile and we're going to get out of here. But there it's it is. Been a, it's a different show here every day. If we're, I'm just... I'm, I'm, I'm nothing if not a realist in terms of positivity. I understand... That if you turn a blind eye and you're just positive all the time for no reason. Um, Harrison Gibson says, nuclear is clean in terms of greenhouse gas emissions, but the challenge is and always has been storing the spent nuclear material that is radioactive. Yeah. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, we, I'm not saying just, hey, be positive all the time. And you, it's a, you choose it and you actively choose it. Be smart, be whatever. But in the face of all of this, try and choose positivity because mental health, again, is very important. And all of these things can be very inundating when you think about all of it all the time. And that's why people have a lot of problems. If you choose it, 
You talk it out. You talk to people. Talk to people if you don't have anybody. Talk to me if you don't have anybody. I've said it all along. I'll be here. So, there's that. All right, let's watch some videos and make me smile. Let me get out of here. Look at this dog. Look at it. Look at it, Mark. Just chilling. Just. <laughs> we don't deserve dogs. <laughs> we really don't. Oh, yeah, God. So, I got, guys, what happened was, <laughs> is I had my food, and I didn't want to go too far. So, then I was just like, you know what? I'm out right here. This is where this is where I live now. Okay, thank you all for being my friends, and I would like to be left alone for like the next 25 minutes, and then I will go about my day. <laughs> he he wanted to see the world from a different yes. He has his own way. teepee. He's got his own little dog teepee. Sorry, over I was going to use that other voice. He has his own teepee. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to America. This is America accent. Next video. <laughs> Look at these oh dogs. My God. Are they drunk? <laughs> I don't know what's happening, but nah, they. I don't, I, I, again, I'm so perplexed as to what is happening with the, do they, like, do they not like these harnesses? Did these harnesses just get put on? Are they listening to, uh, Scatman? Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where no, did you are, come from? Cotton Are they okay? Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's I, like these, what's, <laughs> <laughs> like, do they take meth? Do they accidentally eat meth? I'm confused, but that's hilarious. Oh. That's funny. Next video. <laughs> look at oh, look at that little Wait, guy. Watch now, watch him go. Oh, look at him go. Look at him go. Wants to be just like his dad. Look at him. He's just running. Look at him go. <laughs> and then, and then I'm gonna squat. Oh, yep. oh yeah, crushing it, crushing it. So cute. We got one more, Ikeka. No. <laughs> Is this the last one? Yes. Yes. Uh, all right. Thank you so much. I'd like to give another shout out to Harrison Gibson, who says solar and wind are already cheaper than fossil fuels. Storage is the main problem, but even then we can probably get to at least 80% renewable with current tech and prices. Thank you. I believe that if we are able to make all of the cars electric, we need to set up an infrastructure of charging stations with solar, wind, and hydroelectric, all renewable and all usable, especially in sunny parts of the country. Storing that power and sending it to other places is another infrastructure thing we need to discuss. Along with pipelining fresh water, as Uncle Van Dorn says, it hasn't stopped raining where she is. We'd like to give you some of our water. Absolutely. We will take it. A worldwide pipeline of fresh water is important for the future of the population. Ikaika Shively. I weighed myself this morning, and I was 10 pounds lighter than the beginning. When we wow. started, Ikaika Shively is crushing the weight loss challenge. Next Wednesday, we will be doing our first weigh-in on the live show Wednesday night, 2 p.m. Pacific, here on wow. the Good People Association. We find the good. Yeah. Remember, every single day you choose positivity. It's an active choice. Call somebody. Text them. Tell them you love them. It matters. Choose happy. Choose positivity. It's way easier to love than hate. Find the good. We will see you tomorrow. Good night.